comes out in front of Cagliano. Oh, he hit the post. Gonna hit the Kopitar. Shoots and he hit the post. Oh, yeah. Return pass off the referee and then off the post. You're listening to 98.7 CJHR. And now it's time for Rink Wrap. Here's your host, Jeff Patterson. And greetings, hockey fans, and welcome to another edition of Rink Wrap on Valley Heritage Radio 98.7. I'm Jeff Patterson here live at the Burnstown Road Studios of VHR. And uh, across the table from me, smirking away, is Riley the intern, ready to add his valuable input to show 126. Riley, we took a week off last week, and now you get a snow day. Come on. Unbelievable. eh? No school today. A week off. What can you ask for? I I asked for some good input from you. You had all day to prepare for the show here. All day to prepare. Well, you know, a lot has happened in the last last week since we weren't able to do the show uh, last Wednesday, so we got some pretty good information and some great guests lined up. You hit the nail on the head there, my friend. What <laughs> an awful lot happening in, oh, happening in the hockey world. I mean, huge. Close to your heart, too. Jeff. Well, some stuff going on that uh, I can definitely uh, be thankful for and uh, kind of relate to. And uh, congratulations out to former Rink Rap guest, Sheldon Keefe. Mm. And uh, Kiefer says he's going to try to make some time to get on with us here in the next few weeks. So pretty pumped up about that. But, you know, he's in that fishbowl in Toronto. All eyes are peeled on the guy. Oof, he's he's a busy individual. Well, he's also a former head coach of the Lumber Kings, and you had a you had some experience uh, under uh, Sheldon there for the Lumber Kings, eh? The assistant coach when they uh, won the championship. Yeah, I worked under him for a little bit, and uh, it was it was quite a pleasure to work with a guy that uh, had that tremendous work ethic, and uh, he's showing uh, all the Leaf Nation how. How good he is. He's off to a great start, and I think the Leafs are back in action today. So we hope to catch up with him on a later date. And uh, we have a heck of a show lined up today, Huge. though. You know, you don't want to be too anticlimactic here, Riley. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty pumped up about show 126. That's right. So am I. So you got some, uh, you got some good names this week, Jeff? Are we going to start right off yeah, with 26s? Let's go ahead and start with uh Okay. Well, I, I like to hit the home run with the leadoff position, Uh-oh. as our friend John Fife likes to say. Get right up there and start swinging. So how about number 26, Snap Crackle, Brian Prop of the Philadelphia Flyers, former guest of Rink Wrap. Wow. He's the all-time leading left-winging, left-winger scorer for the Flyers and a generally a nice guy. How did I miss that one, Jeff? I couldn't... I don't know how I missed that, but I got it. I got oh, a, I got got a name. I got a name here. See if you can guess who it is before okay. I let the listeners know. No. Oh. So this guy is considered the uh, greatest player in the history of the Quebec Nordiques. He finished his career with 450 goals, 1,239 points, and only 900 games. Can you guess who he is, Jeff? Oh, geez. Did he have some brothers? Yes, he did have some brothers. Oh, okay. Last name, uh... Stasny? Okay, yes, yes. That's a good... That, he was a good number 26 yeah, Peter for sure. Stas- Peter Stasny. Stasny, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, you know, that's a pretty good hit. That's definitely uh, better than a bunt single, I would wow. think. That's right. Well, it's it's not really local, but, you know... Uh, yeah, yeah. We um, I didn't have much of a local uh, twist to Mr. Brian Prop either, other than the fact he's a uh, son of a preacher man. Everyone can always relate <laughs> to that. Um, my next 26, though, does have a local connection, and you see him behind... Uh, a team on the bench in the NHL right now, head coach of the Dallas Stars, guy by the name of Jimmy Montgomery. And Montgomery's last year of uh, of pro hockey playing, he was with the Sharks. He wore number 26, and he's a former Pembroke Lumber King. Wow, that's mm-hmm. a great name, Jeff. Yeah, good-looking guy, too. He uh, has a head on him a little bit like... Uh, a head of John, like No, lack of. Oh, more, lack of. Yeah, more <laughs> like uh, John and I here, shining things up. <laughs> 
So I got, uh, you ever heard of Kyle Jackson? I sure do. Number uh, 26 for the North Bay Battalions, former Ottawa Juniors, junior, sorry, Senators player. Right. I also, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna do two in a row here. Good player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a uh, former Lumber Kings player. I'm not going to pronounce his last name right, even though you told me three times. Tyson Tomasini. You're pretty close. Well, thank you. Uh, he plays for the Nepean Raiders, former yep. Lumber Kings, and also he was born in the smallest city in the world, Cobden, Ontario. God bless Cobden. Oh, I know. Um, my last 26 is another Valley guy, a North Bay, uh, North Bay, Barry's Bay native, Larry Trader. Good name for hockey if he was, uh, you know, n- you know, going to a number of different destinations. <laughs> but uh, Trader played here in the CCHL for the Gloucester Rangers. They don't have a team anymore. They're now Rockland. But uh, played locally, and since he's from Barry's Bay, you got to give him the shout-out. Played with Detroit. He wore number 26 with Detroit. And also in the NHL, he played with Montreal and St. Louis. And uh, had a long career in Europe after he retired from the NHL. And you know what? You walk into the Paul J. Yakubuski Center in Barry's Bay, and there's a picture of Larry Trader right in the wall. Well, he's a he's a big guy. He's a big uh, big name playing in the NHL. Huge name, huge that's right. name. That's so right. that's uh, that's it. We're we're three apiece, I guess. Eh? That's right. And we also uh, we got another thing to talk about. We uh, now have officially have a Twitter account for uh, Rink Rap. Oh, good. Yeah, it's uh, it's at Rap Rink. So we're going to be starting something, uh, starting like a little competition in the next cup next uh, couple weeks with oh, that. So okay. At, you didn't know anything about that, did you, Jeff? No, no. What, what's this rap rink? Why not rink rap? Well, the name of the Twitter account is rink rap, but to kind of tweet at us, it's rap rink. You're, you like to confuse people, I don't do you? I do love to confuse people. And you like to be backwards. I do like to be backwards. Okay, all right. Well, rap rink, that should be, uh, should be lots of fun to get in the uh, tweeting world, as they say. We also have a Facebook page, uh, rink rap on Valley Edge Radio, so go ahead and give us a like and... Uh, a follow and yeah. Well, you know, uh, we have John with us. Weather is important uh, at this time of year. It's not the nicest day, but. No, I... not really. It's kind of, uh, well, the buses were canceled today <laughs> with the freezing rain. You were hoping I was going to say that, weren't you, Jeff? <laughs> I was trying to bait you it's on It's a good it. day if you're a duck. Oh, you just uh, took a day off of your stressful school life, didn't well, you? Well, that's right. I'm always busy. I've always got things to do, preparing for the show, sports, academics. Well, we have quite a show lined up, Riley. Uh, very excited to be chatting with Grant McKaig again. McKaig's a former scout for the Montreal Canadiens, and he's written a great book. Uh, it's a real wealth of knowledge on local hockey players, so we're looking forward to chat with him first, right after the break. And uh, later in the show, we have the Lumber King's leading scorer, and that's Fletcher Anderson. He's a Thunder Bay native, so a, a kid after my own heart. Uh, northern kid, great kid. We're going to talk to them both during episode 126. So we'll take a break for weather now and we'll come back with more rink wrap on Valley Heritage Radio. Weather this hour is brought to you by Melcher Heating and Cooling in Renfrew, serving the Ottawa Valley for more than 50 years. Okay, we will take a look at the weather. Rain ending early this evening, mainly cloudy, 60%, 60% chance of flurries or rain showers tonight and a low of zero. Tomorrow, mix of sun and cloud, 30% chance of flurries or rain showers in the morning. Wind becoming northwest at 20 kilometers an hour and a high of zero tomorrow. And tomorrow night, few clouds, low of minus 10. Wind chill minus 9. That doesn't, minus 15. Sorry about that. 
<laughs> on Friday, sunny, high of minus 5 and uh, clear and a low of minus 15. And on Saturday, sunny, high of minus 6, clear and a low of minus 13 Saturday night. And the greatest number 26 of all time, Tim Horton's longtime defense partner, Alan Stanley. And that's all I'm going to say about hockey tonight. That's your Valley Heritage Radio weather. <laughs> Remember when a handshake meant something? Well, it still does at Summers Brothers Ford in Killaloo. As winners of the 2016 President's Diamond Club, that's the highest award given to Ford dealers, they know what it means to provide outstanding customer relations in sales and in service. So if you're ready for a hassle-free purchase, then Summers Brothers in Killaloo is your best choice. And they thank you and their employees for helping them achieve this award. Stop by today and see why buying a car at Summers Brothers Ford is easy. 154 Queen Street in Killaloo. Hi, Carl here of IPC Murphy Wealth Management. Managing your wealth is not a one-time annual event. It's a journey that's an ongoing experience. We partner with each of our clients in this journey because we are your local wealth management firm. You know us, we know you. If you haven't been receiving the high level of personal service you deserve in managing your wealth, then I invite you to contact our office to learn more about why our clients are loyal clients. Visit our website at murphywealthmanagement.ca or call us at 888-432-1472. Coronation Hall Cider Mill in Bristol, Quebec offers group rentals in their original 1930s dance hall and bus tours of the Orchard Processing Facility and Tea Room. It's the perfect outing for your church, school, or social group. They'll even provide lunch or entertainment if needed. Out for a drive, stop by Coronation Hall for some all-natural sweet apple cider, baked treats, and more. It's a piece of history right in our own backyard. Coronation Hall Cider Mill. Call 819-647-2547 for group reservations or visit coronationhall.com. Could you use extra cash this week? Then why not play Valley Heritage Radio, Iron Prior Lions Club, Radio Bingo. Thursday evening at 7 p.m. It's the most fun in the Valley on a Thursday evening for the low, low price of just $6 per card. Bingo cards are available at Papa Ron's Discount Store in Eganville, Golden Lake Variety, and in Pembroke at Brewham's Food Mart and Perkins Gas Bar. Visit our website at valleyheritageradio.ca to find the closest vendor near you. Don't miss out on some extra cash. Get your cards today. License M743150. Welcome back to Rink Wrap on Valley Heritage Radio. Jeff Patterson here alongside Riley the intern, and we're uh, pleased to be joined by one of the area hockey experts, Grant McKeg. And Grant uh, has roots all over the valley, but uh, most recently has written a very interesting book. And, uh, man, I, I love it. Uh, Grant, welcome back to the show. Good to hear from you, Jeff. Yes, indeed. Now, uh, you probably spend still more time uh, in a rink than out of a rink, but uh, how has this uh, so-called winter's start to the hockey season been treating you? <laughs> You're not going to go right into the, you know, what the hell's wrong with the house? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, well, we, we thought we'd stop. Up a bit. Yeah, yeah, we, we thought we'd uh, start softly, but that is coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh just getting into the swing of it there um with the with the scouting really I've been doing a lot of video scouting but uh actually it's kind of been the opposite so far this year. I haven't been out to the rink as much as I'd like and uh, that's going to change here. As soon as the snow flies probably, you know, I shouldn't be going out on these road trips then, but it's kind of the way it works sometimes, you know. What uh, I've been busy with the book uh promoting it um hoping to get some christmas sales coming up here you know i think it's a good uh, i got it i didn't get it out 
uh, you know, before Black Friday last last Christmas. So I missed uh, a lot of those shoppers, the early shoppers. So I'm hoping this year that uh, you know the early shoppers will will pick up a few uh, copies there for uh, for Christmas. So well, I, I I really. Uh really enjoy it you know i i pick up and i'll read certain player segments at a time i don't necessarily go cover to cover but it's always great to brush up on some of these stories but i'm i'm pretty excited about your uh the weekend you have planned you're kind of featuring a couple of these iron prayer guys that went on to play some uh pretty high level of pro hockey um of course we're talking about Friggin and pierce right uh tell us a little yeah. bit about what you have in store for uh well, okay. it was it's got a great name yeah, <laughs> yeah, the pre-parade primer. I thought that was pre-parade nice, primer. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Like uh, Danny, uh, like I talked to him last week, and we, you know, we talked about it. I bugged him last uh, spring, probably. You know, say, so "Went, let me know the next time you're up, and we'll arrange a book signing." Because you know, mm-hmm. I don't think that that you know the people are going to rush to get a you know. To, to meet me and get a book signed by me necessarily, but they might be a little more inclined if, uh, you know, a, a former NHLer or two show up too. So I think, yeah. well, I, you know, I hadn't uh, done any book signings, uh, but I uh, figured, well, if I can get the, if I can get the real legends out there, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe some people show up. And uh, I mean, I, I so enjoyed uh, doing the, um, uh, the interviews of, of both Danny and Randy and, uh, you know, we're all sober for that, but, uh, I'm just <laughs> thinking, you know, on, on Saturday we have a couple of beers and get those lads, uh, reminiscing cause they played online together in the, in the AHL Binghamton in Hartford's organization. And just some of the stories that I heard just, you know, quickly in these interviews, phone interviews, uh, were, were hilarious. So, I'm just, uh, I'm looking forward to a really good time on, on Saturday. I think I'm going to have a blast just uh, listening to these two guys reminisce about, you know, I mean, we both know hockey in the 70s and the 80s, right? We both <laughs> we both lived it, right? So, I didn't. I mean, <laughs> not, certainly not at their level, but I mean, you know, yeah. you, you know that it was a different era and <laughs> uh, that lots of, uh, lots of hijinks and, and stuff. So, anyways, I'm... I'm yeah. thinking it'll be a good time, and, uh, you know, if, if one person shows up or 100 people show up, I, it's going to be a blast. Uh, I just, you know, hopefully hopefully we get some hockey people out that want to wanna come and, uh, and chat with those guys. Well, the prior pre-prayed primer begins at 3 p.m., <laughs> and the uh, snapshots will be available there, your great book, and it's... Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun now. Uh, Fridgen, of course, an ex Lumber King, but uh, I don't know. I, I think Pierce maybe ha- maybe has a little bigger name, but it's so it's such uh, a, a neat uh, coincidence that these two guys uh, toiled for the Whalers uh, playing uh, semi pro hockey. Two uh, guys from you know right from our area here. Yeah, it's kind of neat that uh, yeah, it just it, the hockey world is so small that. You- which I discovered when you you know I was doing this book where mm-hmm. just about everybody had connections or ties in some way or another you know that that played in the last twenty you know in a twenty year span of each other there's oh yeah well you know though Gare Page coached uh, Sean Hines and he coached uh, um, uh, Jim Plawinski you know as a tie and one loved him and one <laughs> despised him you know 
it was just, it was funny. It's just, uh, you hear all these stories and, and uh, like the guys that didn't go, that didn't have star careers have the, often have more interesting stories than, you know, than, than the superstars because maybe they haven't told it as much, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, or to, to media guys at least. And, you yep. know, like uh, Wayne Gretzky, how many times has he been out, you know, asked uh, why you're so great or this, or, you know, I mean, it just, it can just get mundane after a while. But these guys, when you you sit down and, like, I guess, so, you know, there haven't been a lot of people that interviewed them in the last 20 years because, you know, career's over and this and that and time passes. But when they get to reminisce like that, it's, uh, I think they enjoy it. And certainly the interviewer, you know, really enjoys it. I, I had a blast doing the book and I'm going to, you know, have a blast on, on Saturday, I'm sure. Now I'm going to, I'm going to change directions here a little bit. Yeah. What is the, who is the greatest player you've ever scouted in your mind? Oh, you're out of the blue here on that yeah. one. That's uh, that's some pressure. Yep. Well, yeah, well, yeah. nice segue there. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did say I was changing directions. <laughs> Left-hand turn, Clyde. <laughs> Move. This is, the, this is the intern, eh? Yes, is the intern. <laughs> Riley's speaking, and, you know, he's no, got a, no. you got a bit um, of work to do on him. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, let me tell you about segues, son. No, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, First thing that uh, Sam Coast, when I saw him uh, in uh, in Ottawa playing for Sarnia Sting, game uh, in the East Guard three goals and was just absolutely phenomenal. I uh, I remember that one pretty pretty clearly. Obviously, you know McDavid. Hard not to uh, have him in that list, you know. Uh, I mean, either take your pick, either one of those guys. that was pretty, uh, pretty special hockey players. Uh, my first, you know, and Jonathan Drew uh, was lucky enough. Uh, oh, if you if you got to see him, in, he played two playoffs, two years, two playoff years in a row. He played, uh, he played the the Halifax played against Tull uh, Gatineau. For you young fellas there, that'd be Gatineau. But <laughs> the old guys still call it Hull sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Olympic, the Olympique, anyways, and um, he just absolutely mesmerized me. I've never seen a couple of games I saw. I'd never seen a more skilled uh, performance in the playoffs, you know, clutch, where he just took over games. And, and that was with uh, one year with McKinnon. And the next year, uh, you know, McKinnon was playing in the big leagues, and he wasn't in both years. It was just, if you look at his playoff stats when he played for Halifax, it was just, I think he played 40 games, he had 100 points in in, Q, in the Q playoffs. Wow. Which is just, you know, this era, is, it, it's just phenomenal. So those three guys come to mind uh and if you gave me, you know, five minutes to think about it, I'd, I'd come up with three more. <laughs> well, you did, you did very good for that uh, completely randomized question. <laughs> randomized, okay. Is that a word, Jeff? I think so. Good. It's, it, can, it can be. <laughs> it is now exactly, exactly. Now we're with Grant McKeg, uh, yeah. author and uh, scout, and uh, the elephant in the room <laughs> has to go right to the Habs-Bruins game last Ooh. night, doesn't it? Like... Um, you know, you talk about world-class players like Drew Ann, uh, McDavid, and these guys. 
Carey Price has been mentioned in that uh, same breath many, many, many times and still will be mentioned in that breath, but uh, he, uh, he's, uh, he had a couple uh, subpar performances. He had a 60-minute kind of stretch eh, between uh, the Rangers, their second period, and like 22 minutes in when he got pulled there. Mm-hmm. I think over a 60-minute stretch there, he let in like 11 goals, which isn't that good. <laughs> No, no, he was. No, uh, he wasn't that, his usual all world type. Uh, just, no, no, I'm just kidding. Well, you, I might have even stopped a few of the ones that Carrie let in last night, Grant. <laughs> I really think I could have. Yeah, yeah. Well, like they hit. They used to hit me with the odd puck, right? I'm big enough. Of course, they're going to hit me. But yeah. no, uh, is it is it uh, somewhat yeah. worrisome that uh, the pedestal may be slipping out from under the the legendary price, or or what are you thinking there? No, I don't know. I, goalies have their li- little uh, spells there, you know. And Kerry has every year since uh, his uh, MVP years there where he hits a little, at least a little blip, you know. Um, I I don't think it's uh, something to get too worried about yet. No. Do, uh, do a couple more games again like, like that, well, then you start to worry, but... Do, uh, do seeing games like uh, the Boston and uh, Montreal game make you want to change teams? That's kind of a kind of a mean question to ask, but... What? <laughs> He's asking whether you're jumping onto another bandwagon yeah. already here. Wow. Uh, I, uh, I actually had to go get an elliptical last night, and I only caught part of the game, so I don't really even know what you're talking about. <laughs> was, there a game, was there a game last night? <laughs> now and, you... Uh, uh, yeah, I, put, I assembled the thing there. Just before, oh, not long before you called, and uh, I decided to test it out, this elliptical. I'll tell you, Jeff, uh, uh, it lets you know in a hurry if you got extra luggage there. i just put it that way. We're not young men anymore, Grant. No, let me tell you. 20 minutes, and that was, well, with, with a few breaks, just check to see if I had a defibrillator or not. <laughs> Now you're talking about maybe uh, losing some losing some mass, perhaps. Uh, the the recent uh, take on Montreal, at least in my book, was, man, that team is small. Now are they are they starting to at least address this uh, long term? Oh yeah, they they draft uh, Cole Caulfield first. Uh, he'll he'll address the uh, the size issue there. Just the one guy. <laughs> He's five six. So that'll, <laughs> yeah. That'll, uh, that'll fix things up. Okay. So, um, yeah. Well, since we're on the... Yeah, uh, top. I mean, uh, I've mentioned, been mentioning it a couple of years now, like, you know, nine or ten of their forwards under 5'11", and, uh, you know, uh, you wonder why they get worn down some games or maybe let in a goal at the end of a period to, a little too often and stuff like that, and sure, that's a concern to a certain degree, and, uh, uh, you know, you hope guys like Tailing, uh, maybe Fatimo and uh, a few guys like that are, are coming up that, that will provide some guys. But um, picking up another top six forward that that has a bit of size it would be something that I think the first round would, would be seriously considering. Sure. Between that and the left defense, and uh, those are the two. On a, on a, on a more... Speed. On a more serious note here, mm-hmm. I got one. <laughs> I guess it's hard to be serious, but I've got a I got a question for you. For young hockey players that are that have that next level of hockey in them, 
What advice do you give them to get noticed? What advice would I... Well, if you got abused by a coach somewhere along the line, say, say something on Twitter and you'll get noticed. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that... But like, no, well, you know, if you want to yeah. be... You know, that's current topic, right? Yeah, for well, social media is so big, well, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, you know, I mean, I'm glad that these guys are, uh, you know, are bringing up the, this topic and, um, you know, uh, talk about uh, these things that they're they're not easy to talk about because the, you're supposed to keep such a macho attitude and, uh, you know, like Grin and Barrett was the way we were brought, you know, brought up where no matter what the coach said, he was, you know, I mean, I ever remember complaining about something the coach did to my eyes, ah, you know. Listen to your coach. Most, you know, it was kind of like <laughs> that's the way it was, and it, it's changed. The game's changed, and uh, you know, um, sorry to have wandered off topic of what you you would ask, but uh, I just work hard. I mean, every kid train, work hard, do do you know, do all the little things, uh, at, and it's amazing how much luck you know how much luck will come your way if you the harder you work, you know. The harder you work, the luckier you get. No, that, that's uh, yeah. So I mean that uh, that's that's the best advice I can give a young guy. You know, work hard uh, and listen to your coach for sure. Well, I mean, uh, you'd be amazed how you know the better shape you get in, the better you know, the quicker you get, the more room you get, the harder your shot gets. The you know, the more you can uh, quickly you can stick handle and all that stuff. It's just such a key. You know, there's not a really a pile of difference in in physical ability between thousands of hockey players. Like, I saw a lot of guys, you know, when you were growing up, like, a, I don't know, a guy like a Bobby Friend. You remember him? Uh, of course, Jeff? of course. I Very mean, talented who, man. Who had as much talent? Did anybody in the Valley have more hockey talent than him if he had applied himself? Oh, you know? God, no. no. I mean, there's guys, you know, every community, every area has those stories, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just... Uh, uh, it's a matter of uh, discipline and, and working hard and, and just if that you have a goal and that, that that's your goal, you want to be like as good a hockey player as you can be, well, it, it's all about commitment off the ice and then uh, things will come to you on the ice. Yep, I think you've pretty well summed it up with that one, Grant. Let me tell you, I uh, always enjoy having a chat and catching up with you, but uh, we're running out of time here today, so maybe the next time Price lets in eight, we'll get, <laughs> you, on, we'll get you on the next day again. Yeah, no, I know. You've, it's been good timing. It seems like there's always you know a calamity in Hazlab <laughs> when you call. Oh, anyway, but so, anyway, we do appreciate we'll, we'll your time. We'll on the jet bandwagon there for now. Let's, oh, okay, that's that <laughs> sounds yeah, good. And, and off there, uh, Mr. Intern, but we're, yeah, we're <laughs> sorry. All I remember is the intern part. That, that's all right. That's all he needs to be addressed as today after uh, a segue like that. But we'll um, catch up with you. Uh, this week, I uh, hope this weekend. Uh, I, hope that, you, that, I, I hope you show up. I'm going to try to get there uh, 3 p.m. at the prior. Right? It sounds like such a good uh, a good idea, and uh, the book snapshots is a great read. Really love, really love it. So, uh, thanks again for joining us, Grant. Okay. Alrighty, care, guys. Talk to you later. This is Rink Wrap on Valley Heritage Radio. We'll take a break and look at some weather, but we'll be back right after this. Weather This Hour is brought to you by the Antrim Truck Stop, Highway 417 at the White Lake Road in Armfryer.
Okay, it is 535. Rain ending early this evening, mainly cloudy with... uh, a slight chance of flurries tonight low of zero tomorrow a mix of sun and cloud and a 30 percent chance of flurries or rain showers in the morning uh it will be uh minus uh, nine uh yes sorry minus 10 tomorrow night and uh, wind chill minus 15 nice and sunny on friday with a high of minus five and a low, low of minus 15 sunny again on sunday uh, saturday rather sunny high of minus six and a low of minus 13 and currently it it is uh, one degree under cloudy skies here on the Burnstown Road. That's your Valley Heritage Radio 98.7 weather. The Antrim Truck Stop in Armprior, voted one of the top 10 truck stops in Canada, offers breakfast, lunch, or dinner in the Hangar Restaurant. They have the best selection of home-cooked meals made fresh daily. Just passing through, make a stop at the Big Rigs Bakery and take home some delicious baked goods. Or find that perfect gift for any occasion at the God and Country Gift Shop. The Antrim Truck Stop, the perfect place for a lunch meeting, family gathering, or just to stop in for a quick bite. Located at Highway 417 and the White Lake Road in Armprior. Open 24 hours a day seven days a week. Welcome back to Rink Wrap on 98.7 Valley Heritage Radio. Glad you could join us for episode 126. And uh, Riley, you were a little bit quiet there on our interview with Grant McKaig, mm. but I can see once again oh, you're riled up about something. I'm and and right it, it was something to do with uh, Boston beating Montreal so badly mm. last night. Man, did they smoke them. At, what was the score? Oh, God, wasn't it? Eight, 10, one or something? Nothing or something. I don't oh, know. It was, it was, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Poor old Price. But oh, wow. uh, you have a favorite player for Boston, don't you? Yeah, he's definitely my uh, favorite player in the NHL. It's actually, this segment is called The Dirty Plays of Brad Marchand. Ooh, you're riled up. In 2011, elbow to the head. 2012, low hit, knee on knee. 2013, knee on knee. 2015, slew foot, boarding, knee to knee, knee on knee, sorry, going low and flipping a player. 2017, slew foot, slew foot, spearing. 2018, elbow to the head, dirty hit to end Anthony uh, Duclair's season, cross check to the face, kicking, licking. 2019, kicking and licking. <laughs> 2019, kissing, sorry, not, not kicking, kissing. Oh. 2019, breaks a player stick. Sucker punches. These are stupid acts that has landed this clown 19 suspensions, mm. over $17,000 worth of fines, which is not even funny how gentle the NHL is with this guy. I think when you deliberately hurt a player for however many games he is out, you should be suspended without pay. It's time for, the, for, time for him to get more than just his hand slapped, especially before he ends somebody's career. And that's what's riling me up. Wow, what a rant that was! Uh, and we're paying this guy forty nine million dollars an eight an eight year uh, eight year contract for forty forty nine million dollars with a twenty four million dollars signing bonus. And this is the type of hockey that he's given us. Absolutely dirty. I wonder if General Manager Sylvester of the Renfrew Timberwolves is listening to this. He, well, he seems to follow Boston a little bit. You are uh, you are really riled absolutely. up about uh, Marchand, and, and it doesn't sound like you're going to send him a Christmas card this year. No, I will definitely not be. He's like I said, he's my favorite uh, favorite player in the NHL yeah, yeah, by he's far. He's a target of yours. Yeah, he is, and it's about time that he made uh, made the headlines here. Well, you know, the licking was unusual. 
But, uh, you know, you sound like one of these guys that's like an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. If he's put someone out for 40 games, he should sit for the 40? Is that what you're saying? Well, I forget his name, but he put him out for over 36 games, and then he ended uh, Anthony DeClaire's season with that... uh with uh, they they didn't even know what to call it. It was a, just a dirty hit, but well, it just it was he, ridiculous. So as soon as Marchand hits someone, knocks them out, he should sit as a suspension the same amount of games. No, but if he oh. do, but if he well actually yeah if he hurts okay. if he hurts a player to a certain degree where he where the player has to be has to sit out games, I think he sh- his punishment should be has to sit out the same many be- same amount of games because it's quite obvious he likes to. He likes to play dirty, and uh, some of these things like uh, kissing, when you kissing and licking, when you have to be told by the NHL to stop doing that, that's pretty bad. Well, I know our next guest is not going to have to ever be uh, warned in in that fashion by CCHL Commissioner Kevin Abrams. Uh, we're working with uh, Fletcher Anderson on the line. Fletcher, did you uh, get hooked up with us here? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's good now. Oh, good, good. Well. Uh, Thanks a lot for coming on the show. Uh, Riley was just ranting about uh, Brad Marchand's antics, but uh, your antics on the ice this year have led you to a top 10 place in the league scoring right now. You must be pretty pleased with how your uh, season's starting out personally. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been good. It's been good so far, and I uh, hope to continue that coming up in the next, the rest of the games we have this season. Now, uh, with the Lumber Kings, you ended up with a little bit of uh, suspension at <laughs> at one time to start the year, and that was, you know, maybe a questionable call. But uh, other than that, you seem to be producing at a very consistent rate. You have one of the highest uh, point-per-games ratios um, amongst all the leading scorers in the league. What can you kind of uh, attribute to this really positive start? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I've been been pretty lucky so far. I've uh, been playing with some pretty good players, um, getting lots of ice time. I'd say that's probably the main thing. Uh, more you're on the ice, more you have a chance for. Now, we're with Fletcher Anderson here. Fletcher's a Thunder Bay native, and uh, everyone knows Thunder Bay's uh, a hockey hotbed. I mean, the Stahl brothers are a good testament to that. Lots of hockey players coming out of that area. Uh, maybe you can share with the listeners, Fletcher, what that meant to you and, and what your upbringing was like in Thunder Bay and the hockey world because there's uh, lots of rinks, lots of snow, lots of ice there. Yeah, actually, I skated with the Stalls this summer uh, training, so I got to see what they were all about. And, uh, but as growing up in Thunder Bay, it's, like you said, a lot of rinks. Uh, a lot of hockey trips. My uh, my dad had me in the ring quite a bit, and uh, I mean it's certainly certainly a great up- upbringing. And uh, going to the rink every day, you can't you can't complain. No, that's for sure. Now um, you did uh, branch your wings out, I guess. You opened your wings and flew a little bit, and uh, got to experience uh, some hockey down in the U.S. But you ended up coming back to the Central League. Maybe uh, talk a little bit about how that all developed. Yeah, I uh, started with the Aberdeen Wings with the NHL, and that's in uh, South Dakota. And then um, just uh, didn't didn't make the the twenty. I believe it's twenty five men roster. I made the thirty men roster, but not the twenty five men roster. And then my CJHL uh, rights, like Canadian rights, were owned by Pembroke. And then I was uh, got got the was told I wasn't going to make the team. And the next day, I got on a flight to Ottawa, and uh, I was shooting up for Pembroke the next day. And I was I was pretty happy with that. Well, your path seems to be following uh, 
head coach Alex Armstrong a little bit. Uh, that's no coincidence. Armstrong uh, has a lot of faith in you, uses you in all kinds of situations. Uh, what do you like about him behind the bench? Uh, he's, he's very uh, emotionally involved in the game in, in a way of he wants to win, and that's the main thing. I want to win. The rest of our team wants to win, and if I can help win in a certain situation, if I can help our team in a certain situation, he'll use me in that situation, but there's other things that I'm not not as good at, and they'll use other players, and that's as good. He, he sees the he sees what you're good at, and uses you to your strength. Now the um, All Star Game was last week, and you participated in that. Um, you know, you're kind of a you seem so far to me to be kind of a big game guy. All Star Games are sometimes a little bit of a oh I don't know exhibition or kind of go through the paces. What did you what did you feel about participating in the CCHL exhibition? Obviously, it's an honor to be named amongst the top players in the league, right? Yeah, it was a it was a really fast game. It was a, for sure not one of those typical All Star games. You think every everybody in the entire game was was working really hard, and it was a good fast paced game. Now, um, you uh, are named as part of the Pembroke Lumber King leadership uh, crew. you got a couple guys on the back end there, like Batacho and Guimet, that uh, have the letters on their jersey, as does Egan at times, and, uh, of course, Jacob Shanker as a uh, as a captain. What does that mean to you, and what do you try to kind of teach the younger guys now that you're a little bit uh, a little bit more of a veteran, even though you're a young man? Um, honestly, like, even though I don't have a letter on my jersey, I just try to lead through example, and if I see something in a younger guy's game that I think they can improve on, I'll, I'll give my best effort to help them. Just the, the better your teammates are, the better you'll play too. No, uh, so that, that's oh, what I'm sorry. Get, that's what I try to work on with a lot of the younger guys. Right. Now, uh, now being a, a leading scorer, does that put a lot of pressure on you to go out and perform at your absolute best every game? <laughs> uh, oddly enough, it, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself, but as soon as you get on the ice, all the pressure goes away, and it's just the heart, the heart. Just work as hard as you can, and then the results will happen. The goal, the chances. If you're getting chances, you're gonna you're gonna score sooner or later. So that's what I just try to focus on. Now, Fletcher, I I don't know if this is right or not, but I kind of get the impression you uh, are a bit of a perfectionist. I watched you in the shootout the other night, and you didn't quite get that shot where you wanted it. Went in, ended up going into the goalie's glove there against Ottawa and, uh, you know, obviously disappointed. But are you one of these guys that uh, is able to flush that away, or are you uh, mad about that type of thing and thinking about it and you want to do so well each time, you know? Is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, know, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to comes to my my own game i just try to get better every day but for the for things like that i i did not necessarily beat myself up about it but every time I'm on the ice i remember it and then i try to work on it in practice like different different shootouts different different things i see on the goalie and unfortunately i didn't didn't get that one but i'm confident in myself next time i'll i'll make sure i put it by the goalie well you were definitely uh putting them in at a pretty prolific pace here so far this year. Now, do you uh, ever flash back to the days uh, in Thunder Bay, perhaps even growing up in the outdoor rinks or some of your younger levels of uh, of play? Did you, does that stuff ever uh, kind of come back to you when you're playing junior here in uh, in Pembroke? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, just everything that I've, every coach has said different things to me, I just try to take, take the most of it, um, like working on skating or or practicing my shot in different ways. And actually, uh, when I was younger in Bantam, 
NCAA, that's when I saw it. I kind of started working on it more, and it's, it's on its way to where I want it to be, but certainly I need to get it get it harder like Cameron Hoffey can really shoot it. Do you uh, had, did you have some uh, favorite teams, big influences in the show growing up? Like, did you follow uh, a certain team passionately? Or are you kind of uh, yeah, a number of teams, a, or what were you? I was, I was a Pittsburgh Penguins fan growing up. Just uh, I started off as like a Leafs fan with my dad. My dad had me in the Leafs pajamas and everything like that. And <laughs> I kind of kind of morphed into a Penguins fan with Sidney Crosby coming up and everything. But then now, now I don't necessarily watch. Teams. I still I, I cheer for the Penguins and the Leafs, but I like to watch certain players. Well, for example, Austin Matthews. I like to watch him just because how he shoots the puck and different things. Yes. And then other players like Patrick Kane, Dick Hanelink, just try to take, take their their best attributes and try it in practice and put it into my game. Nice, nice. Now, uh, you reminded me of one of my children. I tried to influence to wear the flyer orange and black, and it didn't work out that well. But anyway, um, you know, Pittsburgh's a team as well. You can support, you can support them. If yeah, that's I, I know you're a Flyers fan. That's a, okay. Put that in there. That's the cross. Yeah, yeah, that's the cross-state rival. Um, let's just leave that one now. How about superstitions and things? Are you one of these guys that has to put your uh, equipment on the same way every time, a uh, certain way of taping sticks, blah, 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 Different blah? Different color socks. Different colored um, socks. What's the? Are you are you? Do you pay attention to that stuff or not? I I try uh I try not to, but I I, I certainly have have some superstitions. Um, for example, I'll, when I'm getting dressed, I'll go uh, left left skate. Uh, I put my socks on first, actually, and then I tie left skate right skate. Put my shin pads on. Put my socks up, and then I put my pants on, and then I tape my stick. I always tape my stick when I'm half dressed. Um, take my stick toe to heel. Uh, that's that's pretty much all I can think of right now. And then just just little things like uh, just listening to some certain songs, and that's pretty much about it. All right. Well, um, we're getting to know uh, Fletcher Anderson a little bit better here. Before we let you go, we're going to do uh, do some quick rapid fire, but. Uh, you know, congratulations on your your blazing start to the year, and hopefully you can uh, lead the Kings on to uh, a, a playoff berth this year. And uh, you're doing a great job. So, uh, and uh, I will be also evaluating evaluating you on these answers. I probably said that wrong. Evaluating you on these answers. Yes, yes, we do a little rapid fire here on the show here. So Fletcher Anderson of the Lumber Kings, you're on the hot seat. Shouldn't be oh, sh- shouldn't shouldn't be too hard here. Um, we're gonna go. I think general sports to kick off here. Um, baseball or basketball? Basketball. Kawhi Leonard or LeBron? Uh, Kawhi. Ooh, okay. Good answer. You're all all ears so far, eh, Riley? Yep. Um, I think we're gonna. Fletcher's a very fashionable guy. We're gonna we're gonna turn to fashion quickly here. Um, favorite kicks? Uh, Adidas Ultra Boost. Mm, Riley's laughing at that. He has a smile <laughs> on his face, though. Okay, so tie, no tie, or a bow tie? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with tie. Tie. Uh, black or brown dress shoes? Brown. Boxers or briefs? Uh, boxers. All right. Now it's food. I, I don't know. I must be hungry. I have some food-related <laughs> ones here. Poutine or fries? Fries. Pizza or sub? Well, I'm going to go with uh, meatball sub on that one. Meatball <laughs> sub. Oh, you look Subway or? 
Yeah, that's when I get a subway, yeah. But even, they, even just at home. They don't endorse us, Riley. you got to be quiet. <laughs> um, Smarties or M&M's? I don't like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pre-game meal. Uh, honestly, I, I don't eat, I usually don't eat much during the day. I'll have breakfast, bacon and eggs, but then usually I try to hold off until until after the game. Okay. Eat it, eat it twelve, and don't eat for the day. So these are the these are these questions are called the dirty dozen. So there's a couple more here. I think these are just the last couple hockey ones. Uh, you prefer the toe drag or a one timer? <laughs> toe drag. I thought so. Um, top cheese or five hole? <laughs> Uh, I like going top cheese. I can't score five-hole at all for some reason. Hmm. Well, you'll have to talk to Maverick Parks a little bit more about that. Anyway, thanks a lot for uh, joining us, Riley. Did you uh, have a final score on the Dirty Dozen? I, I kind of lost track. There was, a few, there was a few questionable choices, especially the brown or black <laughs> shoes. You know, it all depends on your belt and your pants, right? So. Okay. Yeah, that's a hard one to answer. You're going to give him half a mark? I'm, I'm going to give him... 90%. I'm going to say he missed two of them. Okay, well, I'll take that. Fletch, uh, thanks a lot for joining us. Hope you had a good time, and uh, again, continued success this season with the Pembroke Lumber Kings. I know you guys are up against uh, Kempville on Friday, and uh, go get them. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Fletcher Anderson, the Thunder Bay native, leading scorer of the Pembroke Lumber Kings. We're going to take a break with Rink Wrap right now, turn it over to John for some weather, but we'll be back to conclude very shortly. You're listening to Rink Wrap on Valley Heritage Radio. CJHR Weather is brought to you by Garage Door Services. For all your garage door needs, call or text 613-796-3991. And a final look at the weather. Rain ending early this evening and a low of zero tonight. Mix of sun and cloud tomorrow and a high of zero. On Friday, sunny, minus five. And on Saturday, it will be sunny again and a high of minus six. Currently, one degree, minus one degree in the valley. If your garage door is giving you trouble, help has arrived. Garage Door Services will get your door working like new again. Whether it's a broken spring or cable and roller replacement, or that pesky opener is giving you trouble, they've got all your garage door needs covered. Serving the Ottawa Valley and the Pontiac, no job is too big or too small. Call or text them today at 613-796-3991. They also sell and install garage doors as well. So for all your garage door needs, service or sales, Garage Door Services, 613 Hi, I'm Rob Dodge. I invite you to tune in every Saturday morning from 11 till noon for Coast to Coast Country. Each week we'll explore this great country of ours from one coast to the other and everything in between. So join me, won't you? Saturday from 11 a.m. until noon for Coast to Coast Country, right here on your community radio station, 98.7 Valley Heritage Radio. Michael O'Brien with Joe Princiota. Tell me all you know about Pinza. You got 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pinza. Pinza is a type of pizza. P-I-N-Z-A? P-I-N-S-A. S-A, oh. It's a type of pizza that actually we, we make with Pinza flour, which was originated in Rome, and it's comprised of rice flour, soy flour, sourdough, and wheat. And it takes a while, like, it, it takes a while to rise, right? Yes, it Longer takes than most? between 48 hours and 72 hours to rise. But the beauty of it is it's so airy and it's so light, less gluten, no GMOs. Who cares? It tastes amazing. Yes, but some people out there, yeah. less calories. No, no. That's a good thing for the women out there. Amazing. <laughs> Yeah. It really is. So there are two types. So you have the traditional Joe's Italian Kitchen and... And the pinza. pinza. Ask for pinza. Trust me. At Joe's Italian Kitchen by the Falls in Elmont. A unique distillery has put down roots in Elmont. Dairy Distillery. 
a state-of-the-art micro distillery that transforms unused milk sugar into an incredibly smooth and clean spirit called vodka. The building is gorgeous, boasting a 30-foot pitched roof with German-made copper Christian Karl stills proudly displayed in the all-glass front facade. Located at 34 Industrial Drive in Almont, you're invited to tour the facility, learn how vodka is made, enjoy a sample, and see their new merchandise as well. Open seven days a week. Visit vodka.com for hours and all the info, or call 613-256-6136. Hi, Pauline. I'm happy to have you back at the sales department of Popkey Lumber Mill. It's going to be tough as we have to put up with the hunting season for a time. There will be lots of banging going on, but nothing compared to the deals on white pine and red pine lumber. Rougher dressed with many patterns and dimensions in stock. Don't forget about our specialty sawing. One thing you can forget about is them windows and doors. Still non-available, not even used ones. That's at the Popkey Lumber Mill, Alice, Ontario, just west of Pembroke on County Road 58. Phone 613-735-1959. Oh, and Pauline, you're just fantastic. A big thank you to all our listeners for tuning in for episode 126 of Rink Wrap. That's it for us. We'll be back next week. I'm Jeff Patterson on behalf of Riley the Intern and John Fife. Have a good night. You've been listening to Rink Wrap on 98.7 Valley Heritage Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Rink Wrap on Valley Heritage Radio. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday when Jeff Patterson will give you all the scores and all the highlights of the local junior hockey scene right here on 98.7 Valley Heritage Radio.